You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPEA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 52 of FPA Connects. I'm Suzanne, and I am so glad you decided to listen in today. This will be a great podcast. Sharon is here with me, and we are going to have some fun talking today about, well, we'll get to that in a minute. First, (laughs) Sharon, what have you been up to and working on lately? Well, I've been working on our next fun trip. It's a field trip in the Keys, and you're going to go. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> is this a fun trip for you only? No, no. No, no you're going to be there. In the is this an FPA fun yes, trip? Yes, of course. FPA does next. fun stuff? Absolutely, and this is going to be a fun one, a really oh, fun one. Yeah. Oh, great. Tell yeah. me about it. So, fun in the sun. Been working on that. Getting the stuff ready for it. Getting some items we need. Just preparing for it, because that's in only like a few weeks. It is. So, yeah. by, so by the time anybody's listening to this podcast, it's probably too late to join us, but it is. In the Keys this summer, it is a great trip. And just so you're knowing this, in case they've missed fun in the sun, we are going to Sanibel yeah, Island absolutely. in September That's for another great trip. Yeah, that it's one will be, be a lot, lot of fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. It will be. Guaranteed. Uh, Sherry Seligson will be joining us at that one as well. And yeah. we're going to be doing some She fun. will. And you'll find an itinerary very yeah. soon online for that. And it'll be up for registrations. Yeah. Real quick. We Think love the marine flying. sciences. Yes, we do. We do. So, yeah. So you've been doing that. I've kind of been working on that myself here a little bit. Yeah. And it is fun to make all the plans for these things and really keep connected to our website because we do have something going on, something to register for almost all the time. Yeah. Join us. So join us. Join us. Okay. So do you want to know what I want to chat about today? Yeah. What do you, what, what do we have in store today, Suzanne? Well, let's call it summer unplugged. <laughs> Don't you love it? Okay. I do. Here it is. This is going to be my thing. There are so many digital oh, yes. electronic encumbrances. I mean, we are constantly looking at phones, looking at Facebook on iPads, looking at our laptops, watching TV. And sometimes I just feel like we spend so much time during the summer inside doing things that take away a little bit of that joy, like from when I was Mm -hmm. a kid, because I could not wait to get out of school and get outside. Yes. Me either. Right. Yes. And that's kind of what this is about today. I, I mean, I think about when I was a kid, 
and some of the really great memories that I have of, of like what I call the slow, lazy days of summer, because it seemed like they lasted forever. Of course, we had the time change, and of course, it did get dark later, and it was longer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it seemed like time just went on and on and on, and we could feel it doing so many things. And um, personally, a lot of my time was spent riding bikes Mm -hmm. and swinging. I loved being in a swing. Mm -hmm. I would swing and swing. Oh, my goodness. And we played horse on the basketball court, my Mm -hmm. sisters and um, brother and I. And we just had a lot of fun outside. Mm -hmm. What about you? Did you do that? Yes. You had to. I was outside from the moment I woke up until (laughs) my mom made me go to bed. Um, (laughs) Until they made you come in. No, I definitely spent a lot of times riding my bike. But... I grew up on the East Coast. I grew up right here in Melbourne. I was born mm. here and grew up here. Um, and my I was a latchkey kid. So during the summers after school, because I wasn't homeschooled back then in those days. Right, right. <laughs> back in the olden days. <laughs> um, my aunt would take us to the beach nearly every day. So when I say I grew up on the beach, that is no lie. You literally grew, I was, up, on grew up on the, the beach. beach. I went to the beach probably five days out of the week. Yeah. Through the summer. And I loved going to the beach. Everything about the beach. I loved it. Um, So I have a little bit of that, too, because during some of my like middle elementary uh to middle school years, Mm -hmm. we grew up in the Keys. We were in Key Largo. So you had the beach, too. (laughs) On both sides of us. Like we lived right smack dab in the middle of the island. And. We I mean, we spent a lot of time tinkering around on the beach and yeah. playing with jellyfish and all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to take a little bit of time today because I know we have great memories of those things when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I have to stop and, and make sure that I'm giving my kids those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I wanted us to um, take a little bit of time to share with our friends today ways to unplug and get outside this summer that, you know, might be fun, might be unthought of right now, might be ways that we're not doing this already. I'm sure some of it will sound familiar, Mm -hmm. but, you know, just as a, as a good idea, like, you know, I'm I'm thinking about going outside and playing. um, Did you jump rope when you were a kid? Yes. Okay. So jumping rope. I mean, I don't even I don't even see kids doing that anymore. No. But used to down the street we lived yeah. on, you could see kids jumping rope, you know. So get a jump rope. Those are easy to pick up just about anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, hula hoops. Yes. Those were lots of fun. Um, and other ways you can, you know, just I don't even again sprinklers, playing in the sprinklers, running around in the sprinklers, you know. Yeah, that things was like fun. that. And then if you want to really get outside, there's you know, great springs in Florida to go yes. tubing. Florida is, so, we're so blessed living in the state we do. You're, yeah. You're close to the beach almost anywhere you live. Exactly. And then there's so many things like springs, so many beautiful things to do out. Even though it's hot. Right. It's still, there's still lots to do. What better way to stay cool than in the water. Right. Right. And um, I know even, you know, for us, we used to, um, like to kind of take stuff outside and camp out in our backyard or pretend like we were camping out because it wasn't really camping. Yeah. We could get back into the air conditioning when we wanted to. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think that that's a fun idea for your kids. Just, you know, take a tent, pop it outside, um, sing some songs around the campfire. The fire might be a little warm, you know, but you can roast marshmallows. and Make s'mores. Yeah. 
it, it's fun. And, you know, what about other things outside at night? I used to, um, I grew up outside and I didn't grow up outside. I spent a lot of time <laughs> outside. Boy, I did grow up outside. I was out there so much. Um, I remember we would go to Georgia a lot. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I remember, a good memory I had growing up in Georgia is we would take mason jars and catch mm-hmm. fireflies. And we really, truly did do that. We'd poke really the holes truly. in the lids with the ice picks and stuff and try to catch all the fireflies. And that was a good memory. That's fantastic. What about food? Like, do you have food yeah. memories from when you were a kid during the summer? Yeah. Um, my mom always liked to, we used to make a lot of homemade ice cream. Uh-huh. We and had one of those old ice cream makers with the yeah, ice. Yeah, we did. You know, <laughs> With the salt. Yes. We had an electric one, but we even had one you had to turn by hand. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Talk about, you know, of course my mom made us do it. Yes, of course. So, you know, our arms would be hurting and stuff. But, you know. Um, flavor of choice. Uh, my flavor of choice would have been mint chocolate chip. <laughs> or I remember an elderly woman in our church gave my mom the recipe and we would do our church in the summer would have a homemade ice cream Sunday sometimes. Oh, yeah. And everyone would bring their own cor- their own container of homemade ice cream mm-hmm. and we would make them during church evening service. Okay. And there was an elderly lady in my church and she always made um, it was called Milky Way. And you mm. would melt down the Milky Way candy bars and it was so good. Oh, that sounds good. But if I was going to make it, I would be making the um, mint chocolate chip. So mine was always peach. For some reason, my mom always <laughs> yeah. wanted peach ice cream, yeah. and it was good, but it was yeah. not. It would not have been mine to choose. You know right. what I'm saying? That wouldn't have been my choice. But one of the foods that I always kind of connect with summer, and I think it's funny, are the flavor ice. <gasps> yes. Did you freeze a million of those? Yes. The summer <laughs> we called them otter pops. Otter pops. Yeah, and it was just, you know, those were fun, and we thought we had had a really expensive treat when we got oh, banana yeah. popsicles. Oh yeah. Woo, banana popsicles were good. But, um, you know, and I think it's just a good thing, you know, for us looking back as memories. You know, when you do those kinds of things, you don't recognize sometimes that your kids really are making those memories. And those things yeah. stand, stand out in their mind. Like, you know, so taking time to do it is great. Um, and then I think about some of the things that families can do together. Because, you know, a lot of stuff we're talking about, that's kind of kids. Sure. Kids keeping themselves busy. But um, I used to like to just have a chance every now and then to go to an old drive-in movie. Yeah. Summertime is kind of good for that, you know. Or just a Disney movie at home mm-hmm. with, okay, here's another food memory. Jiffy Pop Popcorn. Yep. Right? Yep. The kind that comes in the old style you have to shake pan it. and you have to shake it over <laughs> yeah. the stove. That was awesome. But, you know, I mean, you could even just make great memories watching a Disney movie yep. and popping popcorn and um family game nights Mm -hmm. you know that's that kind of stuff summer is perfect for that and it's a great way to get away from everybody looking at their phones and everybody doing all this other stuff and connect you know with Mm -hmm. each other and then you know there's always the rainy days Mm -hmm. what did you do for rainy days rainy days um I loved to do board games you just mentioned board games you know family games um board games we played a lot of you know, Clue, Monopoly, good memories with that. But one thing I remember playing with a lot indoors mm-hmm. that you don't see hardly anymore, but I bet you can still find them, is paper dolls. Oh, paper dolls. I loved paper playing dolls. with paper dolls. Those are good. But I also liked playing with just, I was a doll girl. I liked playing with Barbies or oh. dolls. 
and a lot of pretend play. Mm-hmm. I would do a lot of that. And rainy days are perfect for that because you're indoors and um, they are They're imaginative good. play. Imaginative play. I used to love. Okay, so this is an old game. I don't know if you can find these anymore. Pick up sticks. Yes. They might be out there still. I but I could. loved pick up sticks. And we would play games like card games too. Like, you know, go fish or mm-hmm. rummy or sure. slap. Yes. You know, Slapjack. Yes. And so those things were fun. But you know, one of the things that I have to say was my all time go to forever thing when it came to summer and rainy days and I couldn't be outside was reading. I loved to just get a book and much like my own kids today it was probably pretty hard for the people to keep me in books because I love to read constantly uh-huh. so um you know speaking of reading let's let's take a minute to kind of get away from the um activities and take a few minutes to talk about some good ideas for summer reading for you know families and focus a little bit like on like what are some good books for little adventurers for the summer you know like little kids what would you suggest well when I think of little ones and I think of my memory of catching fireflies of course I definitely think of Eric Carle's book The Very Lonely Firefly Oh, I love Such Eric Carl. Yeah. He has some great books. And he has some other great summer books. Yeah, he does. Too. Um, but, yeah, those are great. And the Berenstein Bears books, they have some really great ones. Yes. And, you know, for summertime, you can get, like, the Berenstein Bears Go on Vacation um, or the Berenstein Bears Seashore Treasure. Yeah. And those are great books, and they're fun for the kids, and they, they entertain little kids. They're good for indoor reading on rainy days. Mm-hmm. You know, and they still have great pictures with them. Yeah. Even if they want to just look at them themselves, you know. And then um, what about chapter books for some of those, you know, early teens, tween years? you can't go wrong with the Boxcar Children or Nancy Uh, Drew. Nancy Drew. Those are such good fun, fun books to dive into. There is a great Nancy Drew book. If you like Nancy Drews, Mm -hmm. or if you just love, like, Florida and the Space Coast, which I love the Space Coast, and I know you do, okay? Um, There was a Nancy Drew book, I believe it was number 18, called The Mystery of the Moss-Covered Mansion, and and it was set here around NASA and on the Space Coast. And so it's really kind of a fun book to read if you've never read that book or never Mm -hmm. been into the Nancy Drew books, because it gives you a little bit of Florida flavor sure you know so that's a great book i also um even in the in the recent past have read with my kids the penderwicks a summer tale of four sisters two rabbits and a very interesting boy that is a great great story it's a chapter book uh it's written by gene birdsell but it is just a great story and there's a couple of other books that follow it. Oh good. So if you fall in love with the Penderwicks and it's four sisters and their mother's passed away and you know their dad has these four girls to take care of. So it's adventurous and it's fun mm-hmm. and uh, kids can read it on their own, but it's a great read aloud uh, for families too. And then I also like to look at books that have like movies to go with them because in the summertime if we do want to watch a movie on a rainy day, you know you can pick some great classics. Yeah. Did you watch any of those kind of movies? Oh, yeah. There's so many movies that had books growing up with um, movies that are based on books. Some of them I can remember for sure is, um, and being a Florida, I'll just say as being a Floridian, Floridian, (laughs) 
Um, we all love the Swiss Family Robinson. And oh, the Disney's yeah. take on that book was so fun. We all grew mm. up watching that. And then, of course, at the theme park, you have it, too. So. You get to climb yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So Swiss Family Robinson was definitely a favorite. That's great. I know uh, one of the movies that I love, and it's the actual 1960s version of it that I love the best, is Pollyanna. Uh-huh. And that's a great story of a little girl and her adventures and um you know again um there are so many books i know i think about treasure island Mm -hmm. and Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea Mm -hmm. um oh i love the anna green gables movies and they're all based on great books yeah you know Um, great movies they're great movies too yeah classics classics and i think they'd be great for the family and i always like to you know think about some books for me during the summer because Mm -hmm. I don't get to necessarily read all the year long because I stay pretty busy. But sometimes in the summer, I will find some really extra time. And, you know, there's some good books for moms who maybe are interested in kind of honing their homeschooling, you know, skills or getting a little bit of encouragement for their homeschool journey. Um, I think that there's a short read from Dorinda Wilson called The Unhurried Homeschooler. That's a great, Uh it's a great book. Um, and then there's some other great books that you can just, you know, pick up something interesting to you that you would just read that's frivolous. That's just right. Encouraging to enjoy. enjoyment. Yeah. And I know that it's fun sometimes with me and my kids that we'll all kind of just be sitting in the same room reading uh-huh. different books, but we're reading yeah. together. You know, it's like yeah. we're all doing it together. So, so, you know, speaking of reading and choosing great stuff this summer, what about you, Sharon? Are you... Have you got any great plans for outdoor adventures and fun? Well, other than the kip, the trip in the Keys, which is coming, we've already talked about. I'm excited about that. <laughs> this summer, I think I'm planning on literally just going to the beach and kind of unwinding, just not any great plans. I'm going to have a lot more beach days this summer. I yeah. feel it coming. I didn't miss, I missed them last summer somehow. Yeah. I didn't know how I did that. But, yes, the Keys trip will be mm-hmm. awesome. Sanibel in September. But in between June and September, I am definitely going to see some more beach. Yeah. We have plans to uh, get our kayaks down and wash them. My daughter keeps saying, we need to go kayaking. Oh, that's great. So i got to get the kayaks out. And we love <laughs> to go kayaking. We just haven't done it. And summer's mm-hmm. the perfect time to do that. Perfect time. We're going to try and do that. So, any great books on your reading list? Good books on my reading list. Well, when I'm done reading the book I'm reading now, the next book I plan to do, or I have on my radar, is Unbroken. Ooh, I've heard that. Yeah, and I'm always, I've had so many people recommend that book to me, and I know that they recently, sort of recently had a... um, a movie, and I haven't seen yeah. that either, but I kind of want to read the book, so that's yeah. on my list. That sounds like a good one. A little bit more intense than what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. so, what, now, so what are you, uh, what's on your radar? Well, I am going to go back to an old faithful author, that is. Mm-hmm. I loved Mary Higgins Clark for years. I've loved mysteries, and I enjoy reading them. And she's just a good, solid mystery writer. Mm-hmm. And she has a fairly new book called I've Got My Eyes on You. And, you know, that sounds pretty intriguing. This might be on my radar now, too. (laughs) Yeah, I've got my eyes on you. She always promises a good mystery and delivers. So so I really enjoy her. You'll have to let us know how it goes. That might be on my next book radar. Might be on the next next reading list. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your thoughts with me today. And for everybody that has joined in and listened to us, I hope you've gotten some good tidbits of 
you know, just a few ideas to get unplugged this summer and to connect with your family in a different way maybe than you're doing right now. But um, I also want to say if you're considering homeschooling or maybe you're already fully engaged in homeschooling, that just remember FPA is your source for all of your Florida homeschooling needs, even a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep. And you can check out our website, www.fpa.com, for some exciting opportunities coming up and valuable resources. And be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram for other great tidbits and resources that are sure to help you as you create your customized homeschool journey. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.